Hello everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, May 11th, 2023. I'm in between a bad weather cycle, folks, so there is no vid chat this Friday afternoon. I've moved that vid chat to Monday. However, they are now telling us that the rain and storms they're expecting to move in for the weekend may extend into Monday. So for all of you members of my website uh, looking forward to the vid chat, please keep an eye on the schedule. It may be that I'll have to boot that uh, vid chat once again to the following Tuesday or, or Wednesday. So please keep an eye on the schedule. I do apologize uh, to all of you for this constant weather interference. It seems like we're in a cycle of weather that just hits every weekend just as regular as clockwork. I want to thank you for being patient through this bad weather season that we always go through. Anyway, um, today I want to talk about something. I want to raise the alarm about something that is becoming, at least to me, clearer and clearer as a possibility. And it's a disturbing possibility. Um, and that's the so-called gold-backed state-issued digital currency. Uh, I want to raise the alarm about this. I know everybody's jumping on the bandwagon and thinks all of this is a good idea. I don't, for reasons I'll get into in a minute. This is the second time I've talked about it, but this time there's a hint in this zero-head uh, Zero Hedge article about why it may not be a good thing. So I'm going to read from an article that was published just about a week ago titled Texas Committee Passes Bill to Create 100% Reserve Gold and Silver-Backed Transactional Currencies. In other words, there there is no fractional gold backing. In other words, uh, ten percent of the issuance of the currency uh, being backed by gold. No, they want one hundred percent of the issuance of any currency to be one hundred percent backed by the same amount of gold or silver. So here we go. I'm going to read about uh, oh, I'd say eight paragraphs from this article. Be, uh, pardon me, about six paragraphs from this article, <clears throat> because what it says gives me a great deal of pause. So here we go. Quote, on May 2nd, a House committee passed a bill to create 100% reserve gold and silver backed transactional currencies. Enactment of this legislation would create an option for people to conduct business in sound money set the stage to undermine the Federal Reserve's monopoly on money and possibly create a viable alternative to a central bank digital currency. Representative Mark Durazzo, uh, pardon me, Durazzo introduced House Bill 4903 on March 10th, and I've talked about this bill before, and it has since garnered a bipartisan coalition of 42 co-sponsors. The legislation would require the state comptroller to establish and provide for the issuance of gold and silver specie, that's actual gold and silver coins, 
and also established digital currencies that are 100% backed by gold and silver and 100% redeemable in cash, gold, or silver. Skipping a paragraph. In establishing gold and silver specie, the comptroller would be required to authorize the Texas Bullion Depository as issuer and ensure that the holder of the specie may use the specie as legal tender in payment of debt and readily transfer the specie to another person. And skipping a few paragraphs. Physical gold and silver backing the digital currency would be stored in a pooled account at the Texas State Bullion Depository. The trustee shall maintain enough gold and silver specie or bullion to provide for the redemption of all units of the digital currency issued but not redeemed. Again, skipping a paragraph. It would also provide a sound money-backed competitor if the Federal Reserve implements a central bank digital currency. Broadly speaking, by making gold and silver conveniently available for regular daily transactions by the general public, gold and silver-backed digital currency would create the potential for a wide-reaching effect. Professor William Green, an expert on constitutional tender, said in a paper for the Mises Institute that when people in multiple states actually start using gold instead of Federal Reserve notes, it would effectively nullify the Federal Reserve and end the federal government's monopoly on money. Gresham's Law, and this is the part that I want people to pay attention to, these next three paragraphs. Gresham's Law holds that bad money drives out good. For example, when the U.S. government replaced silver quarters and dimes with coins made primarily of less valuable copper, the cheap coins drove out the silver from circulation. People hoarded more of the valuable silver coins and spent the less valuable copper money. So how do you reverse Gresham? The key is in making it easier to use gold and by implication silver, in everyday transactions. The reason bad money drives out good is that governments put up barriers to using sound money in day-to-day -day life. That makes it more costly to spend gold and incentivizes hoarding. When you remove barriers, you level the playing field and allow gold and silver to compete head-to-head -head with Federal Reserve notes. On an even playing field, gold beats fiat money every time. All of the at pardon me at the root of the move towards the central bank digital currency is the war on cash. The elimination of cash creates the potential for the government to track and even control consumer spending. Imagine if there was no cash. It would be impossible. Now I contend here, folks, that this is really the rub, even with a state uh, gold-backed digital currency. It would be impossible to hide even the smallest transaction from the government's eyes. Something as simple as your morning trip to Starbucks wouldn't be secret from government officials. As Bloomberg put it in an article published when China launched a digital yuan pilot program in 2020, digital currency offers China's authorities a degree of control never possible with physical money. Unquote. Now, what I'm going to suggest is that the Texas bill 
is even worse than China's. And here's why. You'll know and this is something that has bothered me about this move towards state so-called gold-backed digital currencies or silver-backed digital currencies because they're talking about two things and only two things. Firstly, the issuance of specie, actual coins. And then secondly, the, the use of those coins to back a digital currency. And my problem is that the, they're lacking the intermediate step of convenience. They're throwing up yet another barrier to the use of gold and silver as money, and that is in not issuing certificates of deposit, bearer-on-demand certificates of deposit for that gold or silver, which in turn can be used as a medium of transaction, and it is not digital, and it is not being therefore tracked. Okay, this is the problem. Uh, it is possible to issue such paper notes. I used to spend them as a kid. They were called silver certificates. I remember having them and spending them. Now, here's the other problem. As I see it, the issue here is convertibility. And this article in Zero Hedge is hinting at it very carefully with the statement about the bullion depository being located in Austin. I suspect that what we have here, folks, is an attempt by Mr. Globaloni to introduce a digital currency concept into American culture and do so bypassing the Federal Reserve and making it look quote-unquote acceptable because it's coming from so-called red states that are objecting to the Federal Reserve's increasing printing of pure fiat money. And I, as far as that goes, of course, I'm in agreement with them. But the problem is convertibility. If you have to travel all the way to Austin to convert the money, then you really don't have convertibility, do you? If you have, rather, banks that are required by law to keep a certain amount of specie in their vaults to redeem any certificates of deposit, that's a different issue. Now, what I suspect is lurking behind this bill are the so-called 15-minute fast cities. Because you'll notice that they're tying the idea of convertibility to a particular location. And this is what bothers me about this whole Texas Central Bank uh, bullion depository gold-backed digital currency. Uh, it could easily, the convertibility factor, in other words, is what I'm telling you, could easily be turned into a device to keep people from moving around and from traveling and more or less located in their locale. This is a very, very bad move. What's missing from every version of the story that I've seen reported thus far is a provision to mandate statewide that this uh, gold-backed currency can, or silver-backed currency can be used in any transaction 
and that any certificate of deposit of those uh, of that gold or silver can also be used in any transaction and can be converted by any bank having the specie on hand to do so. In other words, I can take my silver certificate dollar bill down to my local bank and get an actual silver dollar for it. I can just simply swap the two. This is what's needed, and so far, it's this absence of the physical medium of exchange, of an easy paper certificate of deposit that can be used instead of lugging around a bag of coins. This is why paper money arose in the first place, folks. Uh, so I, I want to caution people about this state-backed, specie-backed, digital currency idea. I highly suspect that the convertibility issue is going somehow to be tied to narrow localities, that is to say centralization, and that means the convertibility is not really going to be a practical convertibility for all users of the currency. So this needs to be spelled out in the Texas law. Otherwise, I, I think we're, um, we're in some danger of being hoodwinked here by this move. I'm not saying that this idea is a bad idea. I'm simply saying... If you're really willing to put your, your specie where your mouth is, you need to issue certificates of deposit and recognize their use as that transactional medium, bypassing the digital concept altogether. Um, that's the part that bothers me, and it's that convertibility issue that I think could come back to bite people who buy into this measure. So that's my high-octane speculation of the day, folks. Uh, for those of you in Texas, I would start raising the alarm before this thing gets too far and is uh, passed into law without those codicils and caveats that I've mentioned being a part of any future bill. So we'll see you on the flip side, folks. Please don't forget, I have moved the vid chat from this Friday, from tomorrow to Monday. Uh, but please do check in over the weekend uh, to make sure that I have not rescheduled it. Chances are, if, uh, if the rain and storms happen as they are predicting, I will end up moving the vid chat once again from next Monday either to the following Tuesday or Wednesday. So please uh, stay, up to, uh, stay up to the moment on the schedule and on the website forum for any changes in that schedule. That's it for the news and views from the Nefarium today, folks. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye and God bless.